Greetings and salutations, this is the Fact Daddy, and you're listening to the Fact Daddy Experience. Where the Fact Daddy still doesn't know how to hold the fucking microphone. Pardon moi. Anyway. <clears throat> so, solo leveling, huh? Those first two episodes were a doozy. Well, number three is also fun. As you can see, a, a bloodied and fully bloodshot eyes having Jin Woo getting stabbed up by these statues. But then he wakes up in a hospital. His arm looks pretty decent. He remembers those legs, though. However, look. He has legs. Yeah, it's it's pretty weird. He was, by all accounts, even if they were able to put this particular version of Humpty Dumpty back together again, it would have uh, taken a level of skill that, uh, at least according to the show and in the context of the show's world building, and there's been no indication that uh, the technology is so advanced that... Uh, You could just go in and out of a hospital and they could rebuild torn ligaments, destroyed bones and fractures all over a body and endless like bones puncturing organs and just blood and missing limbs. But uh, (laughs) he apparently is intact and that allows the story to continue. Now, whether or not uh, it makes sense, but we'll have to see. And these two guys are pulling up on him. Uh, I guess they're from the Hunters organization. Uh, They're updating him on Mr. Song and Juhi. Juhi is getting some mental health care. She's not really in the Hunter game much. And then Mr. Song, he lost the arm, so he might or might not retire. There were six survivors of that crazy-ass double dungeon shit. And, you know, the obvious question, you came out of there alive. (laughs) The White Tiger Guild. So they're not called instances like in in some RPGs. They're called guilds. I always forget about these guilds. The only guild I remember is the one from Dune. And they're like super creepy. The spice must flow. Um, So basically, the group wasn't considered suspicious because all their accounts added up. However, they're wondering if Sung Jin Woo has experienced a second awakening. So basically that would entail there being more power. So usually upon a hunter's awakening, they don't they're not gonna really get much stronger than than that you're pretty much where you're at because it's uh 
measure you know they uh, the power of a hunter is based on their their mana or magic levels they even have something to measure magic levels and there were no trace of the god or the statues and you know the monster's supposed to be insta kill and all of this shit so and his shit is low as hell <laughs> this shit is a 10 <laughs> so they might have been mistaken Yo, they said even E ranks usually manage higher or at seventy. This guy measured a ten. You know. But he's still alive. And then he's saying, Why didn't I ask him about this thing? He's got a screen with notifications in front of his face that no one else can see. And he has unread messages. And he cannot touch the panel. Oh. He's flashing back. Courage of the weak. You have. Oh. Your heart will stop in 0.02 seconds if you choose not to accept. Will you accept? So he qualified as a player and now he is accepted. But what game is he playing? That's the. That's the key and principal issue. And of course. You know, he worried his sister. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, what, like, just honestly, what kind of conversation could you have with somebody about some shit like that? Yeah, right. I go into these dungeons. I'm a very weak hunter. I do it for you and mom. But, um, no, nah, I'm okay. I have no idea why I'm seeing this screen while I'm even alive. The last thing I remember was... Bleeding out while being repeatedly stabbed by some very large and highly skilled swordsmen statues. And then I woke up. So, yeah. <laughs> like some stuff you really can't share with other people. I mean, I know this is an extreme, you know, version of that, but even... They're just things that you're not aware of in the world that exist and they exist for a lot of other people, just not you. Like there's even greater thresholds of trauma to be experienced in the human world and most of the traumatized aren't exactly willing to divulge that trauma. Having survived it, they really don't have any intention of mentally reliving it to the point where life loses meaning. But he is now a player. And he's in a player in the game of life. Oh, man. Yeah. And then, you know, you got the the men in black goons talking about, you know, they probably want to keep an eye on this, uh, this particular dude. And, uh-oh. Failure to do the daily quest leads to a penalty. Oh, and it looks like he's got to do all this working out. How's he going to do that? Oh, if he catches a penalty. I wonder the level of penalty was after what happened in that creepy ass dungeon. I wouldn't want to catch a penalty. 
Uh, he said yes in the in the heat of the moment. Maybe he shouldn't have. <laughs> but I mean, of course, I don't really see how anyone else might have said no in the heat of the moment. You know, he just want to survive. So then they got some other guy who's like this S rank hunter who gets like this chick who we saw do some kind of very uh, cool jumping move and um yeah but anyway they're redirecting people the shit like you know the gates pop open all over the place and I guess they're randomized so you know, they, they don't go into the absurd details. Like, what if a gate, you know, just opens up, like, in the middle of a restaurant or in a funeral home or while someone's taking a shit? Like, do they get sucked into the gate and attacked by goblins? Like, does the government pay them money back for, you know, fucking up their lives because of these random gates? Like, I have so many questions that will never be answered. Um, but, oh, shit. So I guess that penalty popped up. Giant desert centipede penalty. <laughs> you gotta survive <laughs> like three hours. That's ridiculous. How are you supposed to run for three hours? Well, you're gonna get the stamina. You're gonna get the training. All of that rolled into one. Because if you don't stop running, oh man, you gotta run, run. I guess you can vomit and fucking choke to death later while you're running away from this gigantic, like, centipede, millipede, demon monster thing. I mean, that just, oh, wait a second. Oh, no, homeboy. It was a four-hour penalty, and he's got to run for two hours, and it isn't just one millipede like that. Oh, that's just bad. He's not having any luck. Yo, this mug is about to die. He's about to tap out right at the end. Three. Two. Oh, man. Homeboy. Homeboy just began. It's a mix-up. I don't know if you call that shit luck or not when you suffer that much. You know? I mean, that's a lot of suffering. You know? So, yeah. And Juhi looks happy that she gets the phone call, finding out that this fool woke up. You know, he's okay. But, I mean, what do they mean by he's okay? Apparently, he's doing good enough to be running around the goddamn place. He's crazy. He says he's trying to get back into shape, but he doesn't listen when we tell him to take it easy. Uh-oh. Drew, he getting pissed at him already because, you know, he had a tendency to get stabbed up by E-rank goblins <laughs> in, in, in the dungeons and almost die without being, you know, if it wasn't for her. She saved his life a few times, but now he's catching a full recovery. After he accomplishes the goals. 
and he gets to designate ability points. You know, I mean, when it's something like it's one thing when it's like you you're designating those type of points and doing like a Mortal Kombat invasion run or whatever, but when you're imagine you're doing that to yourself and it's so that you can survive. It's a little different. Like the framework of the the story makes it interesting. Because it integrates all these years of experiencing the world in the context of a game. And then applying real life stakes. Sort of like virtual reality except with a Nightmare on Elm Street twist where... What happens in the dream happens in reality. If you die in the dream, you actually die. But anyway, he got a key, and uh, you know, wow, they even have a gate report on the TV news telling you what's the C rank gates in the Upper East and Midtown areas. There's a B rank gate that appeared in the Wharf District the other day. Uh, it's scheduled to be raided in a few days by the Hunters Guild. Expect traffic delays as a result. Oh, damn. That would be booty. Like a gate just pop up and you got to figure out how to get around it. Especially if it was like on a turnpike. A parkway or any major highway road. That'd be booty. So, you see this guy visiting his mom. Then they wheel it back four years. And... She, she doesn't respond and then they say she has eternal sleep disease it's known as final rest it's a disease that came into existence with the appearance of the gates and affects one in several 10,000 people it's because they, of the continued exposure to mana all, all they can do is keep her on life support so this guy had to go work construction and then become was that like uh, like him having a minor awakening oh he the, yeah he had qualified to become a hunter but with that 10 like that's not even right if everyone's like on average uh, 70 that's just like beyond risking your life every single time but you know he he was he's not really a a quitter even though he, he him and his e rank i mean he he had to be shit on by the people he worked with risk his life for the job just to support his mom who's like in some weird mana coma based on these gates so he's got to go into them be disrespected by stronger people in them and then he's got to try to survive just so he could keep taking care of his sister and mom like I, I feel for this dude man like I seriously do so he's going into this crazy ass um place he's going into this dungeon guiltless and alone he's got the key and then, you know, it's like near a train station. It's very weird. So I was asking questions during this, and they kind of, like, answer themselves. Because see this key? 
you know, the keyholes there, and it's got all like that static. So, metaphysically speaking, it's like this weird thing where basically he became a player in a larger game of life at a different level. Except that game is very much similar to video game experiences, except that the outcomes are weird. And he, and, oh yeah, it is called an instance. The groups are called guilds, but he's in an instance. Oh, very cool. I I didn't quite catch that before. So now he's in a separate dimension. This, this, uh, instant dungeons aren't like the regular ones. Um, so he's going into this by himself. And he wants to run away, but... Oh. The little goblins are, yo, the agility level on these motherfuckers is absolutely prime time. Like, he's getting jumped and they're, they're hooking off. He's really struggling there. Oh, homeboy had a mohawk too. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, he homeboy ready to get him too. He's got like this vicious, oh, there, there it is. That, that he just took one of them out. It's like his first time really doing something like that, but then he getting jumped by these two, these kung fu motherfuckers. They're jumping up and down. They're being crazy. Oh, he cleaving these cats. That's what I'm talking about. That's I give him respect for that, but it's still creepy. And now he's fighting these. Crazy ass steel tooth wolf homeboy. Yeah, I know. I described it fucked up. I don't really give a shit. You know, it's it's part of the mental lapse of the modern age. It's a little wow. You're like, really? The episode's gonna end with the steel trap teeth dudes not doing Jack Diddley? Like, that's kind of booty sauce. If you're gonna inquire as to my opinion. My opinion states it's booty sauce. So it's just craziness. So. You know. We gotta. I gotta. I gotta talk about the, the next episode. It's called. I've gotta get stronger. So he's got this. Steel fanged lichen. There we go. I look at the mouth. I just think of it as a steel trap. And this thing. Wow, I mean it's bad enough that it's got these like insanely sharp teeth But then they're encased in like this kind of ODB steel trap fang thing And it's just not too cool It's weird It's just crazy You know Oh, he got a nice little crazy punch that really added uh, some kick to it when he put those points on it but he's not really he's not really hurting the damn thing it's ready to really rock his world he's gonna be in deep shit you know he's got like too much figuring out to do I mean 
sometimes you just gotta, I guess, make decisions that might not make sense to anyone, including yourself, and go with them. You know? This guy, he doesn't even know what to do. Even though, man, he is doing some serious uh, jumping. Oh, maybe he has a weapon. Like, come on, you should have thought of that before, man. Uh-oh. It looks cool as hell when he retrieves a weapon from there. And I know that, like, the time differential shows that it's slow. But it's actually um, a time differential. Like, sometimes the time differentials in some of the shows throw you off. You know, like when he's talking to himself and you're thinking he's really wasting all that time. That's all happening real time so fast that it would be almost difficult to to push through to make sense to the viewer. But he had the little time differential right there and then he's going to get jumped by these steel fang lichens. And of course, super lame horror movie trope, uh, trope. The stuck sword. Oh, you lucky. Oh, just in time. Oh, he's batting a hundred. Not really. This thing caught it with his mouth. See, it's a steel fang lichen. Why are you gonna swing at his mouth? Yeah, cut off the legs or something. Oh, never mind. I was popping all that good shit, and then he decapitated the thing. Like so, that's pretty funny. Oh yeah, and he's having flashback of the uh. God of the Carthenon Temple. He's like, this isn't so bad. I've been through worse. I'm still standing and I had my guts basically removed and like I was amputated. Uh, was it one of the legs, one of the arms? And he's he's at level two, like level two. Wow. Level two. Even though he's he's healing up after getting hurt, so that's pretty lucky. But that's still crazy. So he's figuring out that he can level up by fighting more, which is just cool. That makes obviously you're gonna have to level up by fighting more. You know, you're gonna have to add, you know, like more intelligence. I don't care. <laughs> I know you think it's strength, but you know. Be strong and then be highly agile and highly intelligent. But he definitely, you know, wants to get really, really strong. And he's feeling pretty cocky. I mean, he should feel a lot better because, you know, he would have basically been dead before if he had had done something like this. Um or should I say dead again? Because he, he did die and he was reborn. And you know, when it comes to these stories, it always gets weird because you're always kind of like uh, up against the clock, you know? Yeah, and this fool, he uh, figures out where to get the essence stones and stuff. And he's about to face the boss now and he's kind of nervous and reticent about doing so and he thinks maybe he should level up more but really he he's also aware that he might die before he manages to level up uh-oh and then you got another oh well here's your fucking chance to level up now homeboy because you about to get jumped by like 20 of these motherfuckers and that's a pathetic estimate 
It's actually a lot more than 20. It's a lot of these characters coming after this kid. You know? And, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some fatigue in there. Hence, it's good to get stamina going. Like, you know. Honestly, I'd be terrified, you know? I don't care if they say it's virtual or otherwise. Just because of the nature of the teeth. Like, you know, how quickly are you actually healing? Like, what's going on with you? You know what I mean? Like, he's crazy to even become a hunter. He he only did it. Oh, and then they cut right back to when he, he, you know, he died. And he just, every time he doubts himself, he fucking flashes back to that moment. And he's carving these characters up. And he's leveling up as he's doing it. Just slashing them Getting that Tarantino blood spatter that was ripped off from the Japanese movies going. Just, it's all over the place. It is weird that they cut the people walking by the streets looking at the damn (laughs) gate. And it's probably his gate. And, oh man, he wore that sword out. He wore that sword out. Now he's going to have to fight the boss. So I don't really know what he's going to be able to come with. He's looking. He's got doo-doo daggers. Teleportation stone. Which I guess. Worst comes to worst. He was considering leaving. But he needs to do this. He's having a lot of internal struggle because I guess he was such a um, weakling before. But it wasn't really a matter of courage. It's just a matter of ability. And he's wild. He killed all these fools. Then they go back to Lee Juhee. And um, there was a dungeon break apparently. So they need her. They've been um, trying to get free hunters to deal with it, but they don't have enough healers, you know. So, oh man, he he fought some black shadow, black shadow, everything, some sort of black shadow, like a bear, a monkey. I don't even know. They cut in this, you know. It's so fast. It's almost like you gotta pause just to see what the name of the thing is. Razor Claw. See, I can't catch none of that. Black Shadow Razon. I I don't know if that's Razon or Razor. That's sad that I don't know that, but it flashes by so quickly. And unfortunately, I'm lazy, and I don't really want to Google it. But he's fighting all these crazy-ass things. This one, it said Brigga. So I don't even know what that is. Black Shadow Raison. Black Shadow Raison. I don't know what that is. I know that. Oh, wow. Slap the taste out of your mouth. That's getting the money back. It's like a debtor thing. Like this thing pulls up on him, it's like what? 
it, I mean, it's this huge snake. Blue venom fanged something. <laughs> See, this, the names go by too fast. It's not even right. He he got, oh man, he. Wow, this thing slapped the hell out of him, man. Like, that's not, I don't even know if you can call that a, a slap. Kasaka, that's what it's called. The last part was Kasaka. Blue Fang Venom Kasaka, something like that. Look at this thing, man. It's ridiculous. It's just massive with these, like, little diamond-shaped, red diamond shapes going on the outer periphery of its body. And he's fighting this thing with, like, a nub of a sword. Like, this guy is crazy as hell, man. Like, I seriously admire this guy's cojones. Like, he's a bold adventurer, this character. Like, instead of, like, he's going the opposite direction of what you would think a sane person might do. You know, after, I guess, experiencing death in such a horrific manner and then coming back, he's just going to try to make the most out of whatever he's up to. The weakest hunter of all mankind. You know. work hard to prove them wrong sometimes it's not about hard work it's just about a a mental toughness that is not attributable to something that could be purchased or even necessarily taught it's just something that a person resigns themselves to I mean you could develop it after much suffering and such but you know this guy he's pissed off he remembers being called weak and he was ashamed of himself for it and now you know now he's willing to to go for it it's crazy he started spazzing He's spazzing. He keeps saying compared to that thing. But, you know, um, I don't know if they'll ever, like, remove the mystery of what that Carthenon temple deity really was. But, I mean, you want to talk about shifting the entire narrative of a story based on a singular character's choice. It's very reminiscent to me of when Ryuk toss that death note to the earth anybody could have picked it up but to have that fool pick it up that's where you get a story styles make fights and this guy style oh man this little ass crazy dude I mean the visual him fighting this crazy gigantic snake oh fucking shit <laughs> It's sick, man. It's sick. And he's got this cool dagger made of fangs that paralyzes and drains people. Oh, that's Kasaka's Venom Fang. That's fucking awesome. It's incredible. Like, it's just the intensity of the fights in the show, you know? And he comes out, and then they're like, uh, 
you know, it's a dude with a gun right outside that train station. And then he's going to show him to the battle because he saw him with a, a blade, sword, whatever, and dagger. The the Kasaka dagger, my bad. Damn. A dungeon break. And this beast was beasting. There's only one big one left. And he he sees it and senses it. Damn, it's big as hell. Looking like some like Godzilla monster, but like a, a golem, like a stone golem mixed with Godzilla with those bright ass neon colors. <laughs> oh man. And of course there's all these low ranks trying to take it down. Like there's only they said there's only like a few S ranks around though, so I don't know. I'm not sure about that whole situation, but they struggling. They need hunters with magic and they're struggling. Oh boy, eight E ranks and two D ranks? Oh man. Fighting some crazy Golem Godzilla wannabe. These fools. Ooh, a B rank. Oh man, she's spacing out. And she's trying to stay focused. But the Carthanon Temple God disrupts. <laughs> Disrupts her focus. She's all messed up, man. Jibu, you how you gonna stand there, brother? Come on. You know what time it is. Get him. Yeah, he just beat something stronger than that. So, you know, he's getting that that uh, the George McFly confidence. You know, after initially, you know, being terrorized forever. Now my man's like, you know. I'm a punch Biff in the face. And he just, yo, he, oh, he just Marty McFly, the golem. <laughs> he caught Biff in the grill. And then Biff got waxed. So that worked out pretty cool for him. And Ju, he thought she saw him. And that's how that episode ends. Um,. This show is fucking crazy as shit, though, and I recommend it to everyone. Also recommend a show coming out in April called Kaiju Number 8. They actually do cool kaiju shit. It's a pretty cool show. Undead Unlock is still going on. Um, That's very cool. There's that crazy Demon Slayer movie coming out. I mean, you know, as an intro segue into the new season or whatever. But Soul Leveling is really fucking cool, and I recommend you check it out. And I am going to eventually get to those other episodes of Hell's Paradise. Um, I'm just kind of obsessing over soul leveling right now. So anyway, this is Thack Daddy. You've had a Thack Daddy experience. And, uh, you know, hopefully you're getting to do stuff you enjoy and manage to survive in this crazy ass economy. And all of that crap. So be easy, be well, stay alive until next time. Stack Daddy, peace.